Welcome to the Tailored Life Podcast, the one and only fitness and nutrition podcast that goes way beyond just training and nutrition and helps you create a life by design. I'm your host, Cody McBroom, and with me is my co-host, Travis McQueen. Today, we are going to take it way beyond fitness and nutrition, but it is going to help you with your fitness and nutrition. It's going to help you with everything, literally. Um, and it's, uh, we're going to be talking about maximizing your willpower and self-control. So this is going to be a shorter podcast. We're going to dive right into a topic and just try to give you as much value as possible. Um, another thing I saw this morning that actually is like really alongside this, and it's really just like a mindset thing that I think it's good we can start with. Um, and it's so weird because it, it, sometimes I wonder if, uh, I mean, I don't wonder. The phone's always fucking listening. It's really creepy. But even last night, so like uh, I had uh, my buddy from up the street that I met recently over for uh, whiskey and a cigar I told you about, right? And he had never had Angel's Envy. So I opened the bottle you guys got me. Mm. And I was telling him about Angel's Envy. I have not Google searched whiskey, Angel's Envy, anything, right? Last night, I get, I'm get i getting all these like Pinterest things for Angel's yep. Envy. And it was like, that's fucking weird. So I was like telling Shan how creepy it was. And I was like, what's something we haven't talked about in a while? And she was like, uh, I don't know, like a new watch case. And so I'm like... I need a new watch case <laughs> talking towards my phone, seeing if it'll pop up. But this morning. And it doesn't. We'll see. It oh, hasn't yet. I, I did that say, last night. I haven't opened Pinterest. What I was going to say is like when you're just talking about something with somebody and then you see it, but if you try and purposely do it, it's like, what? Why yeah. want to do it anymore? Yeah. Or yeah, if it's smart enough to know I'm fucking with it, <laughs> it's even more creepy. Because <laughs> um, it's not a robot. It's actually a person yeah. on the other side. Just been this idiot. Like, They're in I'm some, not going to show you ads now. In some office. Um, okay. So. But this morning, I hit snooze like five times, right? And so I was saying to Shannon, like, I got to stop hitting snooze so many times. Sitting in my office, and I went to YouTube while I was eating my second meal, and I just like watching YouTube, you know? And uh, and I wasn't signed in to anything, actually. So maybe this wasn't by chance. But by chance, a David Goggins video pops up, and it was about uh, winning the morning. Mm-hmm. So I click on it. And this this does relate to willpower and self control because if if anybody knows David Goggins like discipline willpower control like middle name yeah exactly, um, and he was talking about and and I think it would be good for everybody listening to actually run through the scenario. He he wanted the listeners or the watchers to envision themselves on the morning of the last time they had a really big job interview. So you can replace that with a trip to Hawaii, you can replace that to any, a, uh, an award ceremony, anything very, very important, big wedding, right? Your wedding day. Did you hit snooze five fucking times? Probably not. Did you have your clothes ready to go for you in the morning? Probably. Did you have energy? Yes. The coffee was ready. Your hair was done. You got dressed to impress. Like everything was set up for success and you had a great day. And his whole thing was like the, the only way that you can string along numerous days of energy, enthusiasm, success, action is by first winning the morning. Preparing yourself. Exactly. So technically preparing yourself is, is you win the morning by starting the night before. But his whole thing was like you start by not hitting snooze and then making your goddamn bed, right? Brush your teeth, do your hair, dress to impress, like get out the door, do it all. And then the rest of your day is really good. But if you hit snooze a bunch of times, you already failed. You're out of control. Now your day controls you, the notifications, the people, the work tasks. You're behind on everything. Essentially just trying to play catch up the whole day. Exactly. So you, you literally operate in a, in a state of anxiety and stress. There you go. You're like chasing the carrot. Um, except the carrot is not even fucking a reward. It's just like the norm. <laughs> yeah. There um, you go. And, and so like, but it's all just a mindset, 
right? It's literally all just a mindset. And, and the cool thing about that was he finished. And this is what I want everybody to do is like, imagine if every single day of your life, you treated your morning as if you had the biggest, most important interview of your life. Like I can guarantee you'd be more successful. You'd probably be healthier. So you'd be a better action taker. You'd probably be more confident. You'd probably have more self-love, self-belief, self-acceptance because you look good every day, right? Your confidence and energy and enthusiasm would rub off on the people around you. Therefore, your relationships and your environment would improve. You'd probably literally live a longer life. Like if we think of the grand scheme of yeah. all these compound things, you'd make more money. Like everything would be better. Literally everything would be better. And I like sat there and thought about it so much and it was like, Goddamn snooze button. Yeah, literally. And I'm like, okay, well, why did I hit snooze? And it's like, well, I was fucking tired. And I wanted that extra eight minutes because yeah. that's how long my snooze is. Yeah. And so I string together an extra eight, 16, 24 minutes. Yeah. Right? Mind you, it took me six minutes to fall back asleep after that snooze button. So did that 24 minutes give me anything? No. It just kind of probably annoyed my wife who was still trying to sleep. <laughs> like, it was pointless. So I did it for nothing. So, like, hopefully this continues in the morning tomorrow but it just motivated me and, and it's it's that's starting your willpower chain of events for the day right and so the reason I wanted to do this podcast wasn't even because of that because I wrote this podcast idea down weeks ago it was because a book I was reading by Menno Henselman on uh, I think it's called something self-control the science of self-control I don't know coaches gym enthusiasts everybody I highly recommend it it's really good especially if you like science-based stuff um, it's more dry like that because it refers to a lot of research, but there's some pretty profound things in there. And, and one of the things that's really important is that there's no fuel tank for willpower and discipline. And that's, that's something that often gets talked about. I've even said this, like, don't drain your willpower fuel tank, you know, yeah. because the more you use it, the harder it is to use, which is partially true. And it's true for a different reason, but there's, in a muscle cell, there's, in muscle tissue, there's glycogen, carbohydrates. That's your fuel, right? In a car, there's gas. When you run out of gas, you run out of glycogen, you're not running anymore. Yep. You're not performing. You're not doing curls. You're not doing squats. It's just done. There's no tank or, or tank of reserves for willpower in your brain. And they actually, the crazy part is they actually did research trying to find it because that was a common thing said. Mm. They were literally looking like, okay, where is this like fuel, s- fuel tank for willpower? There's none. So... A big piece of it is that people run out of uh, an ability to perform tasks or actions that require willpower, first and foremost, when they don't give a shit. So the more shit you do that you don't care about, the harder it is to continue doing, which is why understanding your purpose and your why behind your actions is really important. Because as soon as you attach a why to it, you have to use less willpower to even get it done. It just becomes easier. Yeah. So it's not about wasting willpower. It's about understanding why you even need the willpower. Therefore, you don't need as much willpower to actually do it, right? So that's a really important thing. And and the reason I say that a lot is because it it is the first step in realizing that there's no special inherent thing that you're missing in order to demonstrate more discipline or willpower. And I think a lot of people feel like there is. Totally. Um, I think a lot of that way of refilling that tank in a quote unquote sense is preparing those things to do the day before. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then that, like you said, it starts your day off. That's fuel yeah. to start that. So get this, that would make sense because when you do that, you wake up, it's way easier. There you go. Right. It's already halfway done. Yeah. <laughs> this is the crazy part. So they did a study and there's two groups and each group had to do the same exact task or maybe it was a test. There was a bunch of studies demonstrating this, but they've done different things with it. But essentially, they both had to do the exact same thing. But before they did the thing, they told the two groups two different things. Told group A that 
you can choose like, so group B is a control. They don't get to choose anything. They just got to do the difficult task. Group A gets the choice of doing a difficult, but more optimal choice. So the results are more rewarding, but it's harder or a easier task that is more practical, not as optimal, right? They're both the same tasks. The group that chose the easier task had a better score Hmm. because they perceived it as easier. Even though it was the same fucking task as the group that chose the harder task that was more optimal, quote unquote. They still did worse because they went into it knowing this is going to be difficult. So my point with that is the reason preparing the night before is helpful is because you wake up and you're like, I already prepped. This is going to be easy. So you can change your perception on the things you're doing and frame it as this is going to be easy. I have the capability to do this and you will literally be able to do it better and have more willpower, right? And so um, one of the most profound things that I read in this book so far is that out of all the studies, they did a meta-analysis on willpower and self-control. And those are pretty much the same two things, right? If you demonstrate an ability to have self-control, you're showing willpower. Willpower is required for that. Um, I would say discipline, in my opinion, discipline is, is an ability to consistently do that over time, right? But that consistently act, have willpower. Yeah. There you go. I would say that yeah. you're a, dis- it's a characteristic. You're a there disciplined person. If you can demonstrate willpower over time, um, and self-control kind of the same thing. Right. But, um, what they did is they looked at all these studies and basically they, they took away the commonalities. Like what are the common things here? All these people who crushed it in the studies that have these enormous amounts of self-control, all these David Goggins people, right? They literally just believed that they had it. So there was no genetic difference. There was no, uh, sometimes not even like an experience or a practice or a daily ritual or things that they did in order to gain the skill to uh, accomplish that, right? Like uh, people ask me how I know so much about training. I've been doing a long time. People ask somebody who who's really strong in a deadlift. How are you so strong in deadlift? I've been deadlifting for a long time. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's literal, exactly. There's little practices that lead to that. The people who demonstrated the most willpower and self-control literally just told themselves that they had more willpower and self-control. So they believed in it. They were like, yeah, I have that. I've been believing this for a long time. (laughs) Yeah. It's literally like, so my thing is, and I started like thinking about it and I'm like reflecting on myself and I'm reflecting on people I know. And I think there's people who, A, do practice it. They do the daily routines, the morning rituals. I've been off and on with that over time. Like there's been periods of times where I've done it and periods of times I haven't. And I've never lost an ability to have willpower, discipline, or self-control. And there's other people who swear by those things that did that for them. But everything I'm talking about, including the placebo podcast I did, just shows that the reason that's true for them is because they believe it's true. I agree. They just think that these practices are going to develop that skill of willpower and discipline. And so they do. You know what I mean? And yeah. then there's people like me who it's actually just an ignorant level of confidence. I'm born this way. Yeah. Like I'm just born with this fucking discipline. Like it's just who I am. It's in my blood. And it sounds corny, but I literally just believe that's my core. And now this study kind of proves it is like, no, you're just, I mean, it proves it kind of dumb, but it proves it kind of right at the same Absolutely. time. Absolutely, I think it proves it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the cool thing about it, it, what it, okay, so it doesn't prove it dumb. It proves it not special. There we go. Basically, I wasn't born with something in my blood or DNA. I'm born with the same thing as everybody else. It's just I chose to consistently believe that I was going to become this person. And I think all the things I've done over my life at the time I thought were practices and, and actions and things that were going to develop that. And now that I've done all those things, I just confidently know I have the skill of discipline and willpower. But really, it was just the belief I built in myself yeah. over time. You consistently chose to use that skill. Exactly. Yeah. 
person B can, can be in the same place as I am now, but have done polar opposite things to develop that over time. But they believe those things were better than the things that I did. And I believe the things I did were better than the things they did. Both of us are going to win at the end because we believe we have self-control and willpower, you know, which is really cool for everybody listening because that means that David Goggins, there's something fucking special about him. I was going to say there's nothing special about David Goggins. I don't know. He's <laughs> something other. Yeah, he's, he's not human. But the point is, is like, you, I, I don't want to tell anybody they can be him, but you can kind of be him. Yeah. You can literally develop an insane amount of willpower if you just choose to. It might take some time, but that's also discipline. Mm-hmm. It's also... That's the consistency aspect, go. right? Yeah. Um, so w- one of the th- one of the other things with this is uh, what allows people to. So like for a long time, it was like we have this willpower tank. If you use too much willpower, so basically, like if you come home and there's cookies on the counter, you gotta say no. And then there's a beer, and you say no. And then you go out with your friends, and there's something else, you say no. The more you say no, the harder it is over time, right? Um, harder to say yes. Exactly. Or the harder it gets to say no the next time. Oh. You know what I mean? So if I say no to the cookies, I say no to the thing at, at work, and then I get I home and there's saying. beer and I say no again. When I wake up in the morning and I have to I've hit said, snooze. I've said no so many times. Yeah. I, yeah. Or I have to wake up and not hit snooze, yeah. or I have to wake up and drink my green drink. Yeah. I'm way less likely to do it or not hit snooze because I've been draining my willpower tank, um, which isn't completely true. A big piece of it is, um, one, again, goes back to that care. They found that the people who uh, gave up or didn't show willpower – did so more when they were mentally fatigued from boredom. And so those who actually cared about it didn't show as much boredom or mental fatigue. Yeah. So you're saying the factors of why people have a lack of willpower. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Yeah. Mainly come from boredom. Yeah. So, for example, one of the things they did is just making people sit in a room doing nothing and waiting. <sighs> yeah. They got so fucking <laughs> bored that they literally were, gave up. Gave you know, up. They were just like, they weren't able to... Uh, so like basically, so think about it like this, like I make you sit in traffic for a long time and then I present a difficult task to you that you have to demonstrate self-control or willpower to versus somebody who I, there's a straight path. You don't have to sit in traffic. You're more likely to be able to execute frustration and boredom. Exactly. But you can take that same person. Take me, for example, you put me in a waiting room. If I have my phone, I will write a whole fucking blog in my, in Google docs on my phone. If you don't have your phone, if I don't have my phone, I'm fucked. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I will literally, cause being an entrepreneur, I, I was always saying things I can get done. I will answer DMs. I will catch up on emails. I will literally, I've written newsletters in Google Docs that I can use for email marketing. But if I had a desk job where I couldn't access any of my work and I, let's say I didn't have social media or any of those things, it would be way more difficult because of boredom. Agreed. So it's, it's literally a mental stimulation thing, yeah. which do we have a solution for that? Not necessarily, but it just goes to show you that it, it, it's not a matter of saying no, no, no. You can say no as many times as you want. In fact, the more often you say no and attach that to a perception of it building your self-belief in yourself, it actually improves your ability to say no next time. Yeah. So the hard part is if I go and say no, 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 and I'm telling myself this is so hard for me to say no, 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 versus somebody who comes in and says no because I really give a shit about my goal. I'm super motivated. I can say no a million times and I'm talking to myself like that. I'll never stop saying no to those things because it's easy. Yeah. So people ask me, and I get this all the time. Like, how do you not, I get it, used to get it from Shannon all the time. How do you not want to eat some of this Ben and Jerry's? How do you not want to like have some of this cake? <laughs> I just don't care. Damn. Like I, the only reason I even had to bite a cake on my birthday is because Blake looked at me and was like, dad, will you try it? <laughs> even though it was the cake that she picked out for my birthday. And it was like, like rainbow, like Shannon, not my type of cake. Shannon says it, forget it. If Blake, like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, she gets me. I had a marshmallow last night because the same thing. I was yeah. worse some marshmallows and I was just doing it for her. Like, yeah. I don't care. 
Um, it's easy for me to say no, but but only one like yeah, exactly. So, uh, but that that's a good example. Like I really like she looked at me. She was like, I just want you to have one marshmallow. I truly cared yeah. about giving her that satisfaction. So I did it. Yeah, I caved. You know, but at the same time, I accomplished something. If you think of it that way. But the point is, is if you perceive saying no as practice for the greater good to reach your goals and to develop your self-belief. And every time you say no, you're proving yourself right or wrong, essentially like proving to yourself that you can over and over again, it's going to just develop over time. And then it's going to be not a problem and you won't even need as much willpower. So it's, it's less about draining the tank and more about how you perceive the action of saying no or yes, because that develops your self-belief, which is the number one factor and key to developing more willpower and self-control. Plain and simple. Um, and so the biggest, I mean, biggest things for me is like, I, I think that you should definitely be reserving your, your mental fatigue more so than willpower. I think it's actually good to use willpower and say no and do hard things in general. The more often you say or do, not say, the more often you do hard things, like a cold shower, like a, a salt bike sprint at the end of your workout when you don't want to, like waking up early and not hitting snooze. And the more you do those things and you recognize you're doing them, you check off the habits, the boxes, whatever, the more willpower you develop because you're proving yourself right. Like that you can, you're building that self-confidence. The other part of it is you have to do affirmations. Like they're cheesy, but it's important to write. I will be blank. I can do blank. I am blank. I am a leader. I am successful. I am uh, an action taker. I have willpower. I have discipline. This like I will achieve. I will. Exactly. When you say those things more and more, you do truly rewire your brain. There's plenty of research to show that. Um, and those alone are the probably the two biggest factors in achieving more willpower. And, and there's just countless studies um, that, that prove this. And I think the biggest, the other biggest thing you can do is just limit your mental fatigue. Um, I think uh, limiting your decision-making. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yep. Like so, you don't even have to make a decision. It's just normal or yeah. uh, automatic. Yep. Yep. It's habitual at that point. Yeah. Um. So limiting your decision making from and when you do have to make decisions, do it with. Don't just say no because my coach said so. Like say no because I want to say no. I want to accomplish blank. And actually sometimes it helps to actually voice that to the person. So instead of just keep it to yourself and then trying to be like, oh no, I don't feel, or like lying. When you lie, you're literally lying to yourself too. Like literally say like, no, I'm good because I'm, I'm chasing a goal and I'm pretty motivated right now. Like speak that out loud when yeah. you make that decision. It will help so much. Um, and when you know mentally fatiguing things are going to come up, keep yourself occupied. Yeah. Have like like plan B's, you know, if you're sitting in traffic, what are you doing during that traffic? Yeah. You know, if you have to sit in a waiting room, what are you doing in the waiting room? What, like utilize that time to be productive because there is nothing more, and this is backed by research. There's nothing more mentally fatiguing and draining of your willpower, quote unquote, even though there's no tank than boredom, which was really funny to read. Like people get bored as fuck and that's it. And then the other side of it is, is actually giving yourself rewards. That's the last thing I'll say is, um, they've found a really big correlation with increased willpower when you reward somebody. I like it. So, um, if I tell you, you did a good job, if I give you a pat on the back, if I give you a, like, if I dap you or give you a high five, if I give you something, literally you are more like to do it. And they actually see that with treats as well. So, um, and this is actually tied to this. <laughs> kind of, yeah. well, this is actually even tied to the intro workout stuff. So they see this with performance as well. Um, if I give you some sugar, 
right before you do an exercise bout, you will get increased performance. But they find that it's not because you're rapidly digesting this carbohydrate. It's going in the bloodstream. It's affecting blood glucose. It's improving energy. It's because there's a mental stimulation of, of feel good. What you were just given. Exactly. It's like, you gave me this. Thank you. It tastes good. That's a pleasurable feeling and sensation in my brain. I improve my performance. But they find that with willpower too. You will make better decisions for yourself if you have that on the front end. Now, you got to figure out a way for it to not be candy if your goal is fat loss. But point being is you can have some kind of reward sensation for yourself. And this is why the habit trackers are so successful. Check off the boxes. Yeah, That's a sensation. So um, it's that dopamine fix. But um, all in all, I just wanted to to jump on the mic and rant about self-control and willpower. I think it's a a really interesting topic. And I think a lot of people... Dude, I think it's a huge factor in a lot of things in life, man. It is. And it's so many people want to be better with those things, but they're like, I don't... What book should I read? What What's your morning routine? What's the journal? Like... I don't like. I don't think it comes down to any of that. I, I literally think it. the more and more I do this, the the more and more success we reach as a company, the bigger we make things. The more I realize it's just self belief, believing you can, and when you believe you can, you will. Yeah, plain and simple. Amen. So, um, as always, guys, check out taylorcoachingmethod.com slash blog slash guides slash online dash coaching if you want free content or you want to apply for coaching. Firstform.com slash method for the best supplements in the game. And giantlifting.com, use TCM5 coupon code at checkout if you need any fitness equipment. We appreciate you guys listening, and we'll catch you next time.